Hi, this is Father Neil here and welcome to the March 27th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at number 613 to 618 of the Catechism. Christ's death is the unique and definitive sacrifice. 613. Christ's death is both the paschal sacrifice that accomplishes the divine redemption of men through the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world and the sacrifice of the new covenant which restores man to communion with God by reconciling him to God through the blood of this covenant, which was poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. 614. The sacrifice of Christ is unique. It completes and surpasses all other sacrifices. First, it is a gift from God the Father himself. For the Father handed his Son over to sinners in order to reconcile us with himself. At the same time, it is the offering of the Son of God made man, who in freedom and love offered his life to his Father through the Holy Spirit in reparation for our disobedience. Jesus substitutes his obedience for our disobedience. 615. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. By his obedience unto death, Jesus accomplished the substitution of the suffering servant who makes himself an offering for sin when he bore the sins of many and who shall make many to be accounted righteous for he shall bear their iniquities. Jesus atoned for our faults and made satisfaction for our sins to to the Father. Jesus consummates his sacrifice on the cross. 616 It is love to the end that confers on Christ's sacrifice its value as redemption and reparation, as atonement and satisfaction. He knew and loved us all when he offered his life. Now the love of Christ controls us, because we are convinced that one has died for all, therefore all have died. No man, not even the holiest, was ever able to take on himself the sins of all men and to offer himself as a sacrifice for all. The sacrifice of Christ and in the divine person of his Son, who at once surpasses and embraces all human persons and constitutes himself as the head of all mankind, makes possible his redemptive sacrifice for all. 617. The Council of Trent emphasized, emphasizes the unique character of, the, of Christ's sacrifice as the source of eternal salvation and teaches that His most holy passion on the wood of the cross merited justification for us. And the church venerates his cross as it sings, Hail, O cross, our only hope. Our participation in Christ's sacrifice. 618. The cross is the unique sacrifice of Christ, the one mediator between God and men. But because in his incarnate divine person He has in some way united himself to every man, the possibility of being made partners in a way known to God in the Paschal Mysteries offered to all men. He calls his disciples to take up their cross and follow him. For Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example so that we should follow in his steps. In fact, Jesus desires to associate with his redeeming sacrifice those who were to be its first beneficiaries. This is achieved supremely in the case of his mother, who was associated more intimately than any other person 
in the mystery of his redemptive suffering. Apart from the cross, there is no other ladder by which we may get to heaven. So very well, we continue with this. Um, we finish, in a sense, the, the passion of Christ in this, in this section. A beautiful section. A section dealing with everything that Christ suffered for us. Everything he went through. And how this is our hope. Ave crux spes unica. This line that's in the, in, in the catechism. Halo cross. Our only hope. There is no hope outside the cross. That there is no form of Christianity that works without the cross. A religion that rejects the cross is not Christianity. In a sense that's probably the big division between Christianity and Islam. In Islam there is no room for the suffering of God. That God in his infinite mercy and in his infinite power and in his infinite divinity has manifested himself in Christ, his son, God made man. The second person of the Trinity, just as much God as God the Father or the Holy Spirit. And he suffered. He suffered for us. Offering us the way to heaven. That this last thing, a last quotation from St. Rose of Lima, one of the first saints of the America of the Americas. Apart from the cross, there is no other ladder by which we can may get to heaven. That there is no other way. Again, in our stupidity, many times we think it would be nice to have a Christianity without the cross. As I've said before, unfortunately, in some of our churches, we've removed the cross. There is this terrible tendency in some Catholic hospitals today to remove the cross. We need the cross. We need to look at the cross. That if we're in trouble, look at the cross. That in our house, we have to have a cross to look at. That even with our physical eyes, to be able to contemplate Christ. I spoke the other day, yesterday, about uh, St. Francis crying, weeping, when he saw the cross. That this is, um, this should be our hope. To look at the cross and to weep. To look at the cross and to contemplate the love of God for us. That this is our hope. That God offers this hope to each one of us. So now I'll continue in the, with the in brief section. In brief, 619. Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. 620. Our salvation flows from God's initiative, initiative of love for us because he loved us and sent his son to be the expiation for our sins. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. 621. Jesus freely offered himself for our salvation. Beforehand, during the Last Supper, he both symbolized this offering and made it really present. This is my body which is given for you. The redemption won by Christ consists of this, that he came to give his life as a ransom for many. That is, he loved his own to the end, so that they might be ransomed from the futile ways inherited from their fathers. 623. By his loving obedience to the Father, unto death, even death on a cross, Jesus fulfills the atoning mission of the suffering servant, who will make many righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. So very well, we'll continue tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll be looking at Numbers 624 to 628. God bless.